Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Welcome, Builders. It's great to have you listening to the Build Your Success Podcast. This is Episode 41, and we're going to be talking with Mike Harbour on the art and science of leadership. Mike is a friend of mine. I met him at John Maxwell team. We actually were at an event together here in Orlando, but he's actually from Little Rock, Arkansas. He's the CEO and executive advisor for Harbor Resources Leadership Consulting. He's the publisher of the Lead Up Podcast. He's a fellow podcaster. I enjoy listening to Mike's podcast and getting insight from him on a, on a weekly basis. He does it sometimes more frequently than weekly, but it's great to have Mike on the podcast today. And as a reminder to all of our listeners out there, if you want to be a guest or you want to recommend a guest to the podcast, visit our website, www.fieldcs.net. Click on the podcast link and then click on the application to become a guest and you'll get right there. So without further ado, we welcome Mike Harbour. Welcome to the podcast today, Mike. Hey, Brian. Thanks for uh, inviting me, man. I'm looking forward to talking to you. How are you today? Awesome. Awesome. One thing I did neglect to mention, mention is uh, Mike is a former service member of the United States Army, so thank you for your service, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate that, Brian. It's been a long time. That was back in my younger days, man. <laughs> well, you know, you, you and I have something in common. You talk about your pedigree and you barely graduated high school. That's exactly my uh, pedigree as well. I... Uh, I hated her school, and I, I had to get, do some uh, community service, actually get that last half credit I needed to, to finish school on time. So we, we share a, a, a common thing there that, that we barely got through high school, but I, I'm thankful that uh, we're both out here trying to make things happen now, Mike. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for that. I, I say that. You know, I, I did I did graduate high school. And I, I even went on to, to graduate college, uh, Brian. But but it was recommended I don't that I didn't go to college because I I didn't do very good in high school. I think some teachers gave me a grade just to get me out of there. I was a little bit of a troublemaker and and grew up in a little bit of a rough home. But uh, I was it was recommended I don't go to college. But man, I was a baseball player, so I wanted to go to college and play baseball, which I did for a couple of years and. And uh, I actually joined the Army before graduating, but finished uh, my, my four-year degree while I was in the Army. But, yeah, man, it's uh, I, I, education is good, but the real education for me has become, you know, from the School of Hard Knocks and, and the, the game of life, really. Absolutely. And, that, boy, that's a great teacher, isn't it? <laughs> no doubt. has been for me, for sure. So you've got a subject you'd like to speak on, the art and science of leadership. Let's dive into that for our listeners today. So so give us a description of what the art and science of leadership is, Mike. Yeah, Brian, thanks for, for that, man. I um, I love, and, and, and this wasn't always for me, you know, growing up, I, I kind of wanted to be a leader. I thought I was a leader. I played baseball growing up. I played football growing up. I thought I was a leader on the field and and uh, my 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 style of leadership was kind of loud and boisterous. You know, maybe maybe I was seen as a bully a little bit because I kind of forced my way on people, right? I, that, and and the when I think about the art of leadership, it's it's what we do. It's the doing piece of leadership. But when I think about the science of leadership, and look, I Brian, I didn't read a book 
until I was 23 years old. Somehow I made it out of high school, I made it out of college, uh, and did not read a book. Now I read some books, I read from some books, right? But I didn't finish any books. I, I didn't like to read that. There's not a subject that I, that I enjoyed, but Luckily for me, when I was 23, I was in the Army. I was given a, a John Maxwell book at 23, so I've been a student of John since I was 23. I, I was actually given two books. One was Developing the Leader Within You. The other was a Stephen Covey book, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it's really then, Brian, where I started kind of studying the science of leadership. And when I think about the science of leadership, it's our being. It's how we have to be. It's how we have to think in order to lead more effectively. I, I, you know, I can do leadership really well, but if I want to lead at a high level, if I want to be effective in my leadership, if I want to be a values-based leader, then I've got to step into the science of leadership and learn a lot about myself, create some self-awareness. I've got to learn a lot about others so I can lead them. And that's really what I mean and how I kind of separate the, the art and science of leadership. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff, man. And, and, you know, you talk about the reading and how you hated to read. I, I guess, man, we had a lot in common because I'm in the same boat there. But once I finally started doing it, it's so important. And how important do you think it is that if someone wants to be a leader, they need to be reading? I mean, just, just expound on that for us. It's the number one skill set that every leader has to develop. Because, you know, John Maxwell says you cannot give what you do not have, right? And I, I work with leaders every day, Brian, who are beating their head against the wall, wanting different results, but trying to do the same thing over and over and over again. We all know what the definition of insanity is, right? It's Aristotle said, you want something different, you got to do something different. And, and so reading is kind of the treasure chest to new ideas around leadership, around communication, around team building, around learning about different personalities. Uh, Brian, I know you're a certified DISC practitioner as I am too. And, and I think this whole self-awareness of, of the science and the DNA of, of the people's wiring and how I need to communicate with someone else, not just ask them to communicate with me. Studying those things, Brian, it's, we have to read. And, and look, I, I've read I've read hundreds and hundreds of books since I was 23 years old. I just turned 50 a little over uh, a week ago. Um, I've read hundreds of books since I was 23. I read two, you know, I try to read two to three books a month now, and it's so that I can have new ideas, new new information in my mind, so that when I'm faced with a new look, we're right now we're right in the middle of a coronavirus crisis. I don't know when your listeners are, are listening to this, but we're right in the middle of a, of a leadership crisis. But for my study. Over the last 20 years, I would not be prepared to handle this moment. And one of my favorite quotes is by a guy named John Wooden, who's now passed. He was a coach of the, of the um, UCLA Bruins, and they won 13 national titles. But one of my favorite quotes from him is he said, you don't wait for the moment to get ready. You get ready so when the moment arrives, you're fully prepared. And that's what reading does is that when the moment arrives, like this moment that we're in right now, Brian, I feel fully prepared. I feel ready to lead. I feel called for this moment. I know personally I'm going to get through this moment myself. And hopefully everybody else listening is doing some self-study uh, and some research as well. Man, that's great, Mike. And, yeah, we're definitely going to have time as we isolate and sit around. We don't, don't use that time for idleness. We need to use that time for just getting ready. And, hey, by the way, happy birthday. I'm glad it was your birthday. Happy 50. What a great milestone to hit there. <laughs> Thank you, man.
you know, we, we just said that, you know, a lot of people don't read, and, and you and I were both guilty of that in our earlier years. And, you know, I've read statistics where after graduating high school, I think it's up in the 80 percentile, high 80s, don't read a book after they leave high school. And then the ones that don't leave college, the same statistics repeats. And, and, and then you also mentioned thinking to lead more effectively. And, you know, our, our friend John Maxwell likes to say too many people just don't think. They don't take time to sit down and think. So let's talk about how critical thinking is to being this effective leader. Yeah, it's um, the only way you can think differently, Brian, is you've got to put some different information in Inside your subconscious mind, right? And, and, uh, I, I love that you just brought up John Maxwell, but I also love a mentor of mine, and, and I think yours as well as Paul Martinelli, and he said the most dangerous thing in the world is that most people think they think when they don't think. <laughs> they're not, they're, they're, they're thinking, but they're thinking with the same old thinking right and you and I look I, I grew up Brian in a home where there was just copious amounts of dysfunction lots of alcoholism lots of physical mental emotional abuse and my thinking as I went into my teen years and my early 20s uh, and even into my late 20s and early 30s my thinking was not healthy you know, and, and I carried that thinking into my marriage. I carried my, that thinking into my relationships with others uh, that I was trying to lead. And I had to shift my thinking. I had to grow. That's what reading, that's what beginning to read and, and study and get some coaching and mentoring helped me do, Brian, was to shift my thinking and reprogram my old thinking with some new thinking, right? And, and thinking is critical, not, not, not just like spur-of-the-moment decisions, but, okay, thinking about how do I want to connect with Brian? How do I want to connect with John? How do I want to connect with Sally to influence them, to move from where they are to where I need them to go? Not just telling them what to do, which is my natural style, Brian. I'm, I tell people I have two great strengths as a leader. I have, I have the ability to tell people what to do and how to do it. <laughs> That's my two greatest strengths. And when I only use those, I'm in trouble. And so what I had to learn to do, Brian, is to learn to think different. Okay, Brian's not doing what I need him to do. So by me telling him to do it harder, that's not going to work. Because if that's the only tool I have in my tool chest, it's like having a hammer and seeing everything is a nail, right? Just hit it harder, hit it harder, hit it harder. And, and John's got a great book called How Successful People Think. Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life is the subtitle of that. It's a fantastic book, but... As leaders, we have to understand that it's our thinking. Your best thinking, I think this is what John says, Brian, your best thinking is what got you where you are today, but it will not get you where you need to go tomorrow. Mm. That's great stuff, man. That, that, that's awesome, Mike. Let's talk about that unhealthy thinking. So I had this thought. I watched a little video from a former NASA engineer, and he showed how when we touch things and we touch our faces and, and touch other people, how this virus spreads. And mm -hmm. we're talking about the coronavirus that we're all involved in right now. And he said, if you don't touch your eyes, your nose, your mouth, the rest of your skin, as long as it doesn't have any sores or anything, is unfinishable. And, and that made me think about our mind. You know, I got to thinking, if, if, if I never put 
this unhealthy thinking to my mind, I'm not going to be poisoned by it. And the, and the same thing with this virus. You know, as bad as this virus is, if we wash our hands, and as hard as it is not to touch our faces and noses and itch ourselves, as soon as you say that, you want to reach for your nose and, and eyes. But if we never introduce that virus to our bodies, the internal body, it can't affect us. It, 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 it can't do it without getting introduced internally. The same goes for this unhealthy thinking. If, if you don't have those thoughts, if you push those thoughts away, and as hard as it is, if we don't surround ourselves with people that introduce those thoughts to us, that's very powerful. What do you think? That's just my thought, Mike. What do you think about that? Mm, man, that's so good. Mike. I mean, you, you got it. And here's the danger, though, is most people don't understand that, right? I mean, most people are sitting around, Brian, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This is, this is 100% the truth. We're today, as you and I record this podcast, it's March the 23rd, 2020. And in the year 2020, the news has not been on my TV one time this year. So however many days that is, 29 days in February is what we had this year, 31 days, and now we're day 23. I have not looked at the news on my TV. Now, I, I read headlines, okay? What I'll do is I'll go read headlines that I want to read just to kind of keep up, keep up with what's going on. But even during the midst of this chaos that we're in with coronavirus, I have not turned the news on. Now, I love watching the news and keeping up with stuff. I love keeping up with politics and the economy and all of these things, right? But over the last several years, the news and, and the media has gotten so, you know, viral. I mean, that's where the real virus is, Brian. I mean, it's not coronavirus that's going to kill us. It's, it's the, the virus of the media and social media. So look, I'm on social media every single day. I have a LinkedIn uh, network. I have a Facebook network, Twitter, Facebook. I'm on, I'm on social media every day. But when I get on there, I get on there with purpose. I have a community called the Art and Science of Leadership Community on, on, uh, on Facebook. I get on LinkedIn to do, to, to connect with people to do business. I don't read stuff that's going to take me down that path. Like you said, by letting that virus into my mind, I'm keeping my, my mind solid. Every single day, I start with a morning GPS where I'm setting my mind in the direction I want to go. I'm reading affirmations. I'm reading scripture. I'm reading, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm getting my mental GPS set for the day. And I just don't let that virus into my mind. Now, I may get coronavirus, but I'm not going to get media virus or social media virus or any, you know, negative thinking virus because I've made it an intentional effort not to, not to let that happen, Brian. And, and that's so key to our thinking. If we can pour positive stuff in, we can put positive stuff out. And that's what you're doing through your podcast, man, is you're, you're putting positive, uh, positive stuff out into the world and it's going to come back to you in, in tenfold for sure. Well, as you are, you know, we, we just try, man. We just try to pour into others and just, it, it just feels good to do it. You get some of the feedback we get that you've helped someone, uh, that you didn't even know, uh, to see somebody, you know it, man, to see your podcast going to other countries. It, it's just really neat to, to know you're having some influence on others. So, and, and that's what, I mean, I want to pour good. Do I want to, uh, Put a, put a spin on negative things. I want to recognize negative things. I want to know they're out there, but I do not want to fill my mind with them. Don't lie to yourself. I mean, these things are happening. 
they're out there, but we need to be purpose, as you said, just, just great, uh, instruction there. Get that, that compass in the morning. Start off, this is where I'm going and I'm not going to be distracted by all the negative and poison thoughts. I, I love that, Mike. Thanks for sharing that with us. So, how do you, let me just give us an example. I know you said you, you, you do podcasts and you're, you're mental and, and reading. But what's the, the one thing every day that's a go-to for Mike Harbor? I'm starting my day off. I'm going to make sure I do this before I go out. Um, probably the one thing I do every day is I read. Um, I don't listen. I do try to listen to some positive podcast or positive music. I probably do listen to some music every day. I'm not, look, I couldn't tell you a song on the radio. Um, or, or anything, but even when I work, Brian, when I'm sitting here trying to work in my office, I'll turn on, I'll go to, I like to listen to soundtracks, I'll go just turn on a soundtrack and, and YouTube and just let it play in the background because that music keeps my mind free and, and flowing in, in a positive direction. So music is probably one thing I do every day, even though I'm not listening to the words, I'm not singing or anything like that, it just keeps me free. Um, and, and in reading, I'm reading either my, I have a, you know, on my phone, I have a, a list of affirmations that I, that I read every single day, you know, and I'm, I'm, I do those morning and night, so I'm affirming who I want to be, what I want to be, uh, every single day, right? Or I'm reading from a book, one of my favorite all times, I've got several, I hate to say, I hate to give any books, but I'll give one book. I'm a, I'm a man of faith. One of my favorite all-time books from other than the Bible is, is a book called The 4-8 Principle by a guy named Tommy Newberry. It's, it's, and, and there's a lot of people in, in the world that read the book Think and Grow Rich, which I love too, but think, uh, The 4-8 Principle is a, is a Think and Grow Rich book for Christians, right? It's, it's biblically based. So if, you know, if your audience are, you know, into, into the faith, uh, segment, then The 4-8 Principle is certainly, you know, a book that, um, that I recommend, but reading and music, reading my affirmations, reading my goals, uh, reading from good books every single day. I'm reading something. Man, that's great. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I, I'm definitely not one of these name it and claim it guys. I, you, you talked about the affirmation, but there's got to be action. So, so we, we've got our affirmation in the morning, and now we're going to have to go out and do something. You know, too many people sit and park and listen to positive and, and tell themselves they're going to do well, but they don't act upon it. So let's talk about some actions that you encourage. Some of your, I know you coach a lot of people. I know you train a lot of teams. What, what action items are you saying, this is what you need to be doing? Um, I think every single day for me uh, when I coach people is every day you got to start with purpose. You know, so that mental GPS, what, where are you going? I think that's number one. I mean, that's on my, my list every single day. So you, you got to start with purpose. What am I here for? You know, I read my purpose every day. I know what I'm here for. I know what I'm called to do. I think it begins there because that, then that, that gives me the next step, right? And so the next step is, is I've got a daily compass tool, uh, that, that I use in my coaching engagement. So I, I use a daily compass for myself. What are three big rocks? What are three big things? Not a hundred things, Brian. Most people screw up because they try to, I gotta get a hundred things done today. What are three big things I've gotta get done today? And I focus on those three big things. Now that doesn't mean I don't get distracted. 
Okay, but uh, it does mean that when a distraction comes, uh, that you know maybe somebody comes to my office, I get a phone call, whatever. When that distraction comes, I I, I deal with it or I, or I delay it. So you know when distractions come, you either deal with it or you delay it. And then if you if you have to deal with it, then you go back to your daily compass, right? What are the three big? Where was I? What what was I working on? So that's my action items. And then under each one of those three big action items, what are you know, three to five things I've got to do today to move toward completion of those things. This is what most people don't, never do is that they never move toward completion because they don't have a system of completion. They've got a hundred goals, but they bounce around like a hummingbird doing a little bit at a time on each one and never really complete anything on time or until their back is against the wall. Uh, so those, you know, those two things start with purpose every single day. Create a daily compass for yourself. Where are you going? Set your, you know, what, what are your, your three big rocks? And then finish up your day with re- review. Like an, I'm an army guy. We would do an after action review every, after every operation, right? What went well? What went bad? What are we going to do different the next time? So at the end of every day, do an after action review. What went well? What, what do you need to do different? What do you need to carry forward to tomorrow? What are you going to do better tomorrow? Something like that. Those are, those, those three things every day, Brian. That's my, that's my process every single day. And I get a lot done, man. I get a lot done. And I also have a lot of free time, believe it or not. It's because I'm really focused on you know, my, uh, what I'm going to get done. I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't waste a lot of time, if that makes sense. Mike, that is awesome. And, and for listeners out there, think about this. Refine your list. Don't be overwhelmed. You might think you're not being aggressive to have three things on your list. What Mike is saying is focus. I like to talk about the filter of focus. If we can filter out all the white noise, all those interruptions, I love this idea of, of deal with it or delay it. It's easy to remember two Ds, deal with it or delay it. I'm, I'm going to be using that one, Mike. Thanks for that one. But <laughs> please, for the listeners, don't have this list of a 100 objectives you're trying to do. Refine that thing down to three, or maybe some people can't handle but two in a day. Let, let's just be honest here, because there are so many distractions in life. But get those two things done. And as you learn to do that, add to it and get three. Some people might be able to build up to five, but it's going to be difficult if you want to make really quality results to not uh, get distracted when you have too many things going on. I love that. Then the, the daily compass says three rocks. I mean, this is he's talking about something solid here. This is going to something that's going to anchor, and, and we're going to get this done, and it's part of our mental GPS and that daily compass. Mike, that is great stuff, man. Anything else you want to share with our listeners today? Let, let me just say, you know, that advice I just gave, Ryan, is research-based. That's not Mike Harbor. I mean, yes, it's my own research in life, but there's a book called The Four Disciplines of Execution, and the research behind what I just gave you, Brian, is in their research, if you and I set one to three goals, we're going to accomplish one to three goals, meaning we're going to complete those. If we set four to ten goals, we're going to get one to three of them done. If we have more than ten things to do, we're going to get zero of them done. That's based on research. That's not Mike Harbor saying that that's research so I you know I have a tool that I use every single day called my daily compass um, and that I use you know coach others to use but that tool what you know they they created the term wig w 
IG wildly important goal, and that tool is based on what are the three wildly important goals for today. Don't focus on ten things. You won't get any of them done. Focus on three, or as you said, one. You know, sometimes it's just one. Like I got one thing I've got to get done today. But if I put five things on there, I'm going to be working until ten o'clock at night. So you know that that I just wanted to share that, Brian. That it's it's not. It's it's based on research that information. That's just not some guy, you know, kind of you know feeding some a lot of bull to people. It's it's I've created tools based on reading the research that I've done to help others. So hopefully that helps your listeners as well. Absolutely, and and I'm a project manager, so I love statistics and backing things up with facts because you know opinions are one thing, and, and we had a lot of experiences, but my experiences doesn't define the rest of the world. So definitely statistics and knowing. It's amazing that, that if you put three, th- ten things down, you're going to get three things done, and know that's going to help me, and I know it's going to help our listeners. So, Mike, how can our listeners get in contact with you? Yeah, so you know, I'm all over social media, but you can. Uh, my website is www.mikeharbor.net. So Harbor's H-A-R-B-O-U-R. So MikeHarbor.net uh, or the Lead Up Podcast. And uh, you can find me on either one of those. That's kind of the best way to find me. Uh, Brian, I appreciate you inviting me in and sharing me with your listeners. Oh, we've had a great time. You have been a wonderful guest. I'm, I'm glad to have you in my circle of friends with this John Maxwell team. And, you know, all of us try to help each other. So I'm grateful for you and all the others on our team. For our listeners, do me a favor. If you're listening to this, whatever platform you're listening to it on, go out there and give us a rating or review. Give us an honest rating or review. Let us know how we can do better. Like the podcast. Share it with others. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.